Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week's show, we're going to speak with Jenna Mychek. She began her career 21 years ago as the only female bike mechanic in her shop, and now she is Tucson's first female bike shop owner. She'll say she's not a trailblazer. She's just doing what she loves. It's a great story, and it's coming up. Today is March 6th. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to U-Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming at downtownradio.org, Also available on your iPhone or Android. Just head over to your respective app stores and get the uh, Downtown Radio Tucson app. And then on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can find our podcast wherever you listen to your favorites. And uh, you can always head over to our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, for past episodes and uh, information about events coming up. We're starting to build out that uh, calendar a bit more. And, of course, social media, Facebook and Instagram. Love to hear from you there. Well, it is March. The weather is starting to become absolutely amazing. We know this time of year attracts a lot of folks to Tucson, and part of that is for cycling. Our guest today is a bike shop owner, so we thought we'd remind you of a couple of upcoming cycling events. One is next Saturday, the 12th, downtown. Um, It's the Tucson Grand Fondo uh, you may remember a couple of years ago we did a show when they, they they first launched. But this is a bike ride. It is a non-competitive bike ride for about three, 400 people. And uh, it launches from the 1055 Brewing Company there on Congress and Scott. And uh, they will close off Scott, kind of like they used to do for Second Saturdays, have some food and music open to all and uh, not just the riders, but we can come down and cheer them on. And then just something to put on your calendars. We'll talk about it a little later in the month. But Cyclovia is coming to the downtown and South Tucson area. And that's going to be on March 27th. We'll talk briefly about Cyclovia in our interview today. So just wanted to let you know about that. But our guest today is Jenna Mychek. She has a 21-plus year career in cycling. She likes to ride. She didn't have a car for the longest time. And she was very good at fixing bikes. So she became a mechanic in the state of New York, found her way to California and Tucson, and now recently purchased the Transit Cycle Shop over the Mercado Annex. And uh, she is the first female bike shop owner here in Tucson. So I had a chance to talk with her by phone. Interview's uh, a little sketchy in parts because of the the, the phone connection, but it's a great interview, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So we have with us Jenna Mychek from uh, Transit Cycles at the Mercado. And, um, you know, Jenna, this is a, a recent acquisition for you. You just recently became the owner of, of Transit Cycles, didn't you? Yeah, I did in uh, January of last year in, uh, in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let's buy a business in the middle of a pandemic. What, at least it was an outdoor activity, right? People had to get out of the house. Right, yeah. And uh, it's been uh, it's. It's been a pretty good. Uh, it was a. It was a very good decision for us. Um, us. I mean me. <laughs> yeah. It was a. It was a good idea. Um, I've. I had wanted to. 
work for myself and owning a bike shop sounded like the the next uh, natural thing to do. Um, I've been a professional bicycle mechanic for 21 years as of this month. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, working uh, in New York State, working in California and working here in Tucson, I'm like, well, I was presented with an opportunity that I really could not turn down. I couldn't talk myself out of it. <laughs> well, that's always a good opportunity when you try to try to talk yourself out of it. But how did how did you end up then in Tucson if you've had all this experience across the country? Well, uh, I um, I reached the the top of my game in Rochester, New York, and uh, I wanted to go live out that California dream that so many young people have. So I moved out to California. I got a job with a small bicycle manufacturing company, and it wasn't all it cracked up to be. Um, And I also realized that uh, living in California was not for me. I don't have the uh, constant drive to be working all the time. Or so I thought. <laughs> um, but uh, no, California wasn't for me. Um, I, my best friend was relocated here for work, and I came out to visit her. And uh, my dreams uh, when I was a kid were to live in the desert, to live in a tin can in the desert for two years just to see how it was. And I fell in love, and a month later I was moving here. Well, it's interesting you say tin can because if if people aren't familiar with the Mercado Annex where your shop is located, it's in those uh, refurbished car, uh, cargo containers. So you're kind of in a, a very large tin can for your business. I am in a tin can. That is correct. <laughs> Although <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm in a rusty tin can here in, here in the annex. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's attractive. Yeah. You got windows and everything, so it's not what people might think. If you haven't been to the annex, you recommend you check it out. It's a beautiful, beautiful space uh, at the base of a mountain there. And transit cycles. So that that concept, I mean, immediately sort of conjures up this idea of commuting and and, 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 and sort of cycling to get from one place to another, not necessarily as a sport. Do you do you focus more on commuting, or or is that just a a good cool name? Uh, well, I wanted to keep the name, I wanted to keep Dun- uh, part of Duncan's legacy going. Um, Duncan opened transit in 2014 for commuters, for people that didn't want to have a second car or maybe even a first car. Um, so he opened transit uh, and he had a bunch of commuter bikes in here. He had a bunch of cargo bikes in here. And I wanted to expand upon that um, as a lifelong bicycle commuter. Um, I didn't find it, you know, owning a car was really necessary until I got a little bit older and uh, I got dogs <laughs> <laughs> and I needed to get the dogs around. Uh, and um, so we still work on a lot of commuter bikes. Uh, a lot of the bikes that we keep in store, they are, uh, we, we've got a couple of Swiss army knives, really. Um, we got bikes that can do it all. We have, uh, steel drop bar and hardtail mountain bikes, um, steel commuter bikes, steel road bikes, 
stuff that you can beat up and abuse a little bit. Um, if you want to use them as a daily driver, you can. If you want to go ride around Patagonia, you can. Um, now, now, from a from a, from like a, a mechanic standpoint, I mean, are, are they built? I mean, obviously the, the 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 heaviness or the stability of it might be different, but are they are they different? Are they built differently than 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 like a road bike? Uh, the commuter bikes, yeah, they're they're a little more comfortable. They're a little more upright. They don't have a very racy geometry to them. Hmm. Um, I would, if I was going to compare them to something like a road bike, I'd say you could use them as a road bike. You could use some of our bikes as a road bike, uh, but it's going to be more of an endurance bike, something that you can sit on all day and go put out 100 miles on. It's uh, not the, the race bike that is designed to be Super aerodynamic and super fast and really really lightweight. We've we've got all day bikes. Gotcha. Well, that that kind of makes sense for me because I you know I, I watched you know, I've ridden the L Tour a couple of times and, and I look at the times that these these you know these speedsters put up and they're you know they're they're finishing L Tour and the time it takes me to kind of get warmed up and I'm on that bike all day so I, I do need a little bit more comfortable ride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I've been in your shop. Obviously, you've uh, full full clo- the disclosure you helped build a, a nice a commuter bike for me and I really, really enjoy it. And, and it seems like a lot of, uh, so, sort of like a lot of off-road to sort of dirt trail riders or gravel riders tend to frequent your shop. Or is that just when I've been in there? Yeah. Um, my passion lies within mountain biking. Um, I mean, like I said, I've been a lifelong com- uh, bicycle commuter, but, uh, you know, that's, that's for utility. My fun the fun that I have on a bicycle is when I'm out in the dirt, off the roads, away from people. Uh, so we do carry several different lines of mountain, and uh, we've gotten into gravel bikes. I mean, technically, like, you can ride almost anything on gravel. But we do have uh, hardtail mountain bikes from Esker and Y cycles. Those are two small brands that uh, a lot of people aren't familiar with, um, but they're they're gaining some traction. Esker's out of Montana. Y is out of Colorado. They're yeah. little guys. We like to support the little guys. Well, yeah. that's good. And I think if you're a, a bike manufacturer in Colorado, you probably have to put together a good product. So the re- yeah. the re- oh, yeah. the reason that really prompted this call was I think you were interviewed on one of the local news stations and the the concept the the, the topic was about uh, the the growing interest of of women in cycling that you know for years it's been more dominated um, by the men as far as the the riding and the racing and even I, I mean twenty one years as a bike mechanic I would imagine that's that's not a common story for for women. Maybe it's changing, but but it seems like you might have been a trailblazer. <laughs> I don't know if I've been a trailblazer. I'm just doing what I know how to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, when I first entered a bike shop, I was oh geez, I was uh, I was the only female bicycle mechanic in the city of Rochester. Um, 
and it remained that way for a long time. When I left, there were there were a couple young women that were coming up, and it was it was really cool to see. Um, I know that. Um, well, I was one of two women that uh, worked at IBIS in Santa Cruz, and I was the first woman that ever worked uh, in the back of the shop over at Fairwheel. We are with Jenna Mychek talking about her history as a bike mechanic, being one of the first females uh, to do so uh, 21 years ago, and we're going to hear the, how that story turns out in Tucson right after the break. First, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number. 182420 Nova NMLS number 3087 BK number 0902429 Equal Housing Opportunity So we're going to get back to the second half of our interview with Jenna Mychek. In the first part we kind of got a little bit of her history and we're going to see how that landed her here in Tucson and about her decision to purchase the Transit Bike Shop uh, last year. Okay. And are you, are there other women, uh, shop owners at this point, or are you the first, um, female owner? I am the first female bike shop owner in Tucson. See, I, I hate to say this to you, but, but you are a trailblazer. You start as the only, and then others join. So that is, I think by definition, you're blazing that trail, uh, for, for others. So maybe we'll see more. Now, what about riding? Do you do you do you cater more towards women because you you own the shop that way, or is it just is it just sort of circumstance? Whoever happens to come in. Um, I wouldn't say that I cater to more women. I'd say I what I'm trying to do over here, and what I think I'm doing pretty okay, is I'm making a, a comfortable shop for all people to come into. Not just women, um, but like folks that uh, maybe, you know, folks that aren't racers, folks that don't have an attitude around cycling who are like, I just want a little bit of help and maybe some advice. Um, we try not to, uh, we're not elitists over here. Um, and we want to make everyone in the community feel comfortable. If you're a, a dedicated racer, you know what shop to go to. You know where to go for every little nitpicky thing that you might need. If you're somebody that's got an old Nishiki that wants to go bike packing, I say, come on in. Let's put your bike in a stand and let's see what bags fit. I want to make it. I want to make it comfortable for everyone because bikes are for everyone. Yeah, and it's, it sounds not just about you know gender, but also about a skill sets. You know, someone like myself, I know how to ride a bike. I've done a few different things, but I I do feel intimidated when I'm talking to certain you know bike shops that are are sort of <laughs> they're using a language I don't fully understand. You you helped to translate uh, cycling into English for me, so I knew kind of what I was doing. 
So I, I think uh, that I think I'm a good testament for 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 being comfortable in there. What about group rides? Do you do you organize any through through the shop, or are there anything anything's coming up that people can kind of tie into to get a feel for what you do? Yeah, we have our Monday morning mountain rides. Um, they, the our Monday morning mountain rides those change regularly. So um, I would direct people to our Instagram, which is at transit cycles uh we put it up in the stories and um it usually through through the through the cooler times here in tucson it'll um we ask folks to meet up about eight thirty, eight forty-five, and we begin the ride at nine o'clock it's uh fast casual we'll call it it's not a race it is they're they're rides designed for people that already know how to mountain bike already own a mountain bike and just want to go out and have fun with some new friends. Um, they're usually out at Sweetwater or Fantasy Island. Uh, we'll ride about eight to ten miles. We wait at the intersections. Um, it's a social ride. It, it's fun. It's fun. It's a, it's a great way to make some new friends. Um, and those are Monday mornings. Um, on Sundays... We have uh, started hanging out with the folks at the Patagonia Lumber Company and the cyclist menu. So we're down in Patagonia. Um, those are gravel rides, and those leave from downtown Patagonia uh, at 1030. And there are two options for group rides. There's a 30-mile ride, and there's a 50-mile ride. So you've got to come prepared. Um, those are drop rides so you've got to have everything that you need you've got to have water snacks tubes flat repair kits uh you've got to be self-sufficient on those rides so a, dro- a drop ride um, the other one you said you kind of stop at intersections everyone catches up and you move on a drop ride you you if you fall behind you're not you're not necessarily gonna no one's gonna wait for you yeah so it's a good idea to have a, a gps it's a good idea to have the route mapped out in your phone or in your garment or wahoo yeah Okay, I want to give a shout-out to the Tucson Women Shredders rides. Uh, they do monthly rides. I'm going on my Instagram right now. It's uh, at Tucson Women Shredders with underscores in between the words. And they do group rides, like I said, once a month, um, sometimes up on uh, the Urban Assault Trail. But their rides leave uh, usually from the Tucson Hop Shop. Uh, about 5.30 on Tuesdays once a month. I would uh, check their Instagram for more details. 5.30 a.m. or p.m.? Oh, I'm sorry. 5.30 p.m. Okay. And then, so these sh- these aren't leaving from your shop, but you're, you're, you're helping to organize them. So you, you're, but do you have anything that, that uh, what are your shop hours? Like when can people come into your shop? Oh, our shop hours are Tuesday through Saturday from 10 until 6. And on Sundays, we are open from 11 till 4. Oh, you're, open on, on Monday. you're open on Sundays. That's, that, isn't that a rarity yeah. in, the, in the cycling world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's out riding. I, th- I figured if you're in Patagonia in the morning, you don't have, you, you get to hustle to get back and open up the shop by 11. Oh, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not here on Sunday. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm the owner, Tom. I get to work when I want. So I go to Patagonia. Um, 
So, you know, obviously we have the, 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 the year-round cycling weather. We've got the loop. We've got all kinds of rides. You know, they've got the Grand Fondo coming up in downtown, which is a small ride. Uh, we, everyone mm-hmm. knows about El Tour. And, you know, that seems like there's more rides sort of coming off of that. Uh, how do you see cycling in, in Tucson in general? You've been all over the world is, or all over the country. Is it, is it a – I hear the term it's, it's, it's bicycle-friendly, and then when I talk to people that ride a lot, they're like, yes, but – and there are some challenges. I mean, do, do you see Tucson as a, as a bike-friendly community? I do see Tucson as a bike-friendly community, yeah. Um, we have the bicycle boulevards all over town um, makes it – pretty easy for some people to get around. Um, do I think they could be better and do I think they could be expanded? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would like to see some more north-south routes, some more protected bike lanes installed. Um, I think Cyclovia and Living Streets Alliance, I think those are absolutely great things for our cycling community i i think the bicycle boulevards that we have and the expansion of the bicycle boulevards i think those are great ideas for getting kids to school safely for people that are looking to just get out and mess around in their neighborhoods or go exploring into different neighborhoods that they wouldn't normally go to um and that's what's great about Cyclovia. Cyclovia gets all sorts of people out all over the place and, you know, into neighborhoods that they might not visit. Well, and Cyclovia is coming up, so maybe people can, uh, we'll link to, uh, to, to that from our Facebook page. Maybe people can take a look because I think that's going through downtown and that route is, is through like downtown and South Tucson, I believe. So uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll be uh, in your neck of the woods. And, you know, yeah, and if people want to stop by during Cyclovia, uh, we'll be here hanging out. We'll be having fun. Uh, Jenna Mychek, the owner of Transit Cycles, whose goal was to be in a tin can in the desert, who's accomplished her goal, and maybe we'll keep you for a few more years. You, you said you're only going to be here for a couple of years. Maybe we'll keep you a little longer now that we have, uh, you've got some roots here. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. Um, I enjoy your shop. I enjoy what you do in our community, and I, I thank you for that. Thanks, Tom. That was Jenna Mychek, owner of Transit Cycles at the MSA Annex, just west of I-10 and on the streetcar route. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right. Well, uh, March is not just for fantastic cycling. We also know March is around the time spring break happens. And when spring break happens at the University of Arizona, they fill that mall with the Tucson Festival of Books. That is coming up next weekend, March 12th and 13th. You've heard me plug it a few times on um, this show because I actually have a group of volunteers that 
Uh, we help, uh, we're called troubleshooters, and we just help to fix problems as they come up with these 100 to 200,000 people that show up over two days. And if you want to volunteer, there are still spots. You just head over to the TucsonFestivalBooks.org, and uh, there's plenty of um, volunteer spots, including uh, their venue monitors where you are inside of one of the venues making sure everybody gets seated, and then you get to hear the entire presentation. That's all at TucsonFestivalBooks.org. Uh, and uh, on a little side but related note, Life Along the Streetcar will have a booth at the Tucson Festival of Books this year, uh, booth number 403. So we'll be right in the heart of all of that madness that is uh, literacy celebration and the festival of books. And I know what you're thinking right now. Why would a radio show and a podcast, why would you need or want to have a, a space at a book fair? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, it does if you have a book. And yes, ours is done. I've been uh, teasing this out since November because we've been trying to get this thing done. It was so much more work than I thought it was going to be. But we have uh, completed it. It's gone to uh, printing. And the book is called My Life Along the Streetcar, a collection of interviews. And we featured seven of our early interviews from that first year that we were on the air. Uh, our goal is to feature uh, uh, some of the more later interviews along the way. But just getting this book out was an amazing uh, collaboration with myself and a gentleman named James Portis, uh, who is the photographer and did the book layout. And this, I think, would be best described as a coffee book, a coffee table book. It's very colorful, vivid photographs. Uh, the, there are stories, um, reasonings why I chose these seven particular interviews, and then we have the transcript of the interview. And it's somewhat interactive because we stuck a QR code on there, and that QR code will take the reader to the actual interview so they can hear from the, the words, uh, from the, the mouths of the stars themselves, those, those folks we got to interview. It's called My Life Along the Streetcar. We'll have uh, at least one copy at the Festival of Books, booth 403. I'm not sure if they're going to be printed in time. We might just be taking orders that day, but heck, at least it's done, and I'm excited to share that. Also excited about next week's show, uh, we had Jenna on today from Transit Cycle Shops, first female bicycle shop owner, kind of kicking off our Women's History Month here on Downtown Radio and Lifelong Streetcar. And next week, we're going to carry on that theme with um, Elisa. She is the brewer over at Iron John's, and her history is quite fascinating. She actually ended up coming to Tucson uh, because she was part of the ballet company, and she joined Ballet Tucson. And her story of getting from ballet to brewing is quite interesting, and we're going to cover that next Sunday here on Downtown Radio or um, downtownradio.org. And of course, if there's anything you want us to cover, send us an email, uh, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, share us, tag us, uh, just, just help us find those hidden gems. We really do appreciate when you're able to do that work for us. Well, we started the show with cycling, talking about the Grand Fondo happening downtown next weekend. And then later in the month, we've got Cyclovia that's going to be all around South Tucson in the downtown area. And, of course, our featured guest owns a cycle a bicycle shop here in Tucson. So we're going to leave you with very appropriate music. From 2010, uh, this is Frances England off of her album called Mind of My Own. The song is called Bicycle. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Bicycle.